1: Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Friday Night Livestream. Joining me in the studio tonight for the very first time, but certain to be a long lifetime friend, I'm certain, uh, Pastor Craig Hagan, he is the Associate at Rima Bible College in Oklahoma. He also was the first host of Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tour, and Craig loves reaching people with his fresh, practical approach to sharing biblical principles. So we're going to be talking about his work. We're going to be talking about the direction of the country, and, of course, whatever you have to ask as well. If you wouldn't mind, please hit that like button. If you're on the Foxhole, you can hit the Red Pill. And if you uh, feel generous, then you can also share the program out there on your favorite social media platform. Let me say thank you, first of all, to Sean Joe over on Pill.net for dropping that cookie. Appreciate you there, buddy. Rakeland Patriot, glad to see you here. You were keeping the chat comfy early. Uh, Sacred DJM, interesting interview that you had. How do you think it went? So earlier today, I posted... Uh, a segment from an interview I did on Jason Burmess' show, Making Sense of the Madness, on American Media Periscope. So definitely go check that out. But sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. If you're thinking about heading to Binance, or you already have an account there, or maybe you're going to open a crypto account at some other large global exchange, I want you to stop and instead head on over to MyDigitalMoney.com. Now, why is that? Well, because last month it was revealed that Binance has been co-mingling customer funds, at least in 2020 and 2021. This is a clear breach of U.S. financial rules that require that customer money be kept separate from company revenue. Now, Binance finance has actually denied mixing these funds, but the SEC has another thought in mind. Now, if this sounds familiar, it's because this is the same exact situation that FTX was in that led to its epic downfall, taking $8.9 billion in customer funds with it. And this is why my digital money keeps your assets with a qualified custodian under your name. When you invest with my digital money, your funds are completely secure. It will never be commingled with company funds. And in fact, no matter what happens to my digital money your funds will always be safe because you see my digital money complies with regulations regulations that are designed to protect you and your funds so if you want to invest in cryptocurrency invest with my digital money head on over to mydigitalmoney.com by clicking the link in the description box below or you can give them a call at 833-636-2008 and when you support my sponsors you support this channel all right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. And please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, Pastor Craig Hagan. Craig, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing great, man. It's so good to be here with you on this Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah, I guess it's it's
1: it's a little earlier for you, isn't it? I didn't even think about that. Well, listen, uh, I also want to say thank you very much to Clay for putting us in touch, uh, because I think it's safe to say that without you, the Reawaken America tour may not have even entered into existence. So are you a stranger to controversy, Craig? Is this the first thing that you did at your church that uh, may have drawn the ire of the mainstream media?
2: Well, um, one of our like actually, we we have Raymond Bible Training College. So one of our students actually told me even before the Reawaken America tour, said, um, "You know, Craig, um, you're known around town as a Trump church." I'm like, "Oh, really? I mean, we're, we're the Trump church." So, um, and um, I'm actually, my father um, is military, uh, ex-military, very patriotic um, individual, and um, in fact, um, a few years ago, 2016, I guess, or during the 2016 election. Um, even though I'm the one that went through all the controversial sermons usually, but he actually preached a sermon um, in which now he didn't tell anyone who to vote for, how to vote. He just says, okay, okay, church, we're going to go through the democratic platform. We're going to go through a Republican platform and I'm going to let you decide which one is the most Christian like, and obviously it doesn't take a rocket scientist to right. figure out that that late term abortion, LGBTQ, why, what, however many letters they have now. I mean, so, yeah, we're we're known for controversy, but let me give you some backstory about the Reawaken America tour Please. that most people um never get. So um Clay and I um have become good friends actually um really um during the pandemic, and you know Clay was um, um obviously very concerned because some people don't really know what Clay actually does for a living. Clay is a business coach, and so he helps businesses you know make sure their website's great, make sure they have great marketing stuff and everything and so whenever they started shutting down businesses he's like well if you know they were calling him says you know what it doesn't matter what our marketing is if we can't be open we can't make any money if we can't make any money we can't pay you so he went uh, so he started going on researching COVID-19 and all the kind of stuff um like that and um he got a hold of my grandfather's book um the believer's authority talking about the authority that we have um and um he decided hey we're going to do something and so the, we had we held the precursor to the reawaken america tour right here in Tulsa Oklahoma um Sean Foyt, um myself Jackson Lawmeyer and um um pastor I, I just went blank there there are three pastors um and um then we had three doctors. We had Doctor Sherwood, who obviously you know my, my doctor. Um, we had Doctor Meehan and we had Doctor Richard Bartlett um, that had budesonite as, as a cure for COVID. And we started talking about um, COVID nineteen and you know how it's you know really scandemic, you know, scandemic and all those kind of things. And so from there we started trying to reawaken America. And but Clay still does business conferences, so he was doing a business conference April of 2021. And all of a sudden, um, we had met General Flynn, and General Flynn goes, well, I'll come to your business conference. And um, it's like, cool, that, that that's awesome. When people heard that, well, then I think it was Sidney Powell or Mike Lindell. They started calling and saying, hey, I'm going to come to your business conference. I'm going to come, you know, because General Flynn says he's coming. And so all of a sudden, Clay's facility would seat maybe 400 people, 500 people if you crammed them in. So after we hit the 500 people mark, he's like, he's – Called a couple other churches that, that are actually, were, there's another big church that's right around the corner from his place. So it would be a whole lot easier to divert them around the corner than across town. We're like 20 minutes away from his facility. But anyway, they said no. He called a couple other churches. They said no. Um, that were closer in vicinity to him. So he called me, and I'm like, well, let me check with my parents because my parents, I'm associate pastor. My dad's still the and they're like, okay, w- we'll do it. And, and originally it was just going to be a thousand people. So we have multiple order forms. So it's going to be this order form, that order form, and pretty soon it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We had 4,500 people who showed up. Actually, technically, I didn't tell Clay we had 4,800 seats. Um, 4,800 seats. Um, because Clay always oversells every venue he goes to. And so, so um,
0: yeah, it's true. So
2: I. I so actually, um, a lot of people. We actually sold them tickets in in um, that they were going to be closed circuit television. You know, another not another building, but another location. And I said, come on in. You guys can come in because I had I had seats for them. And so we had like 30 media outlets, including um, OAN, um, Newsmax, and you know some other big things. And um, you know Clay had never ran a big conference, and so I'm like, okay, this is we we run big conferences all the time. We, we've had, um, in fact, that's what I did for my grandfather. We would run big conferences all, all over the United States and all over the world. Um, as from the time I was 19 years old, I was as crusade director. I mean, I mean, it was not, not coming to have 10,000 people at one of our conferences. Um, our, our facility doesn't, need, doesn't seat that, but so we, um, I helped him show his people how to run a big conference. Now one thing I was not used to was all these media outlets and, you know, and then pulling all the internet and all the, you know, they're, they're hey, Craig, can we do this? Can we do that? So I said, I went to, um, well, Cox Communications was we, we use for our internet. I, I said, I got the fastest internet they'll give me. I said, this is all we got. This is all the bandwidth we got. And we had over 7 million people stream um, live that, that thing. And who knows how many people have watched it afterwards. Um, we went from 8 in the morning till almost midnight for two nights um so that was because we still had the business conference in the morning time and then we went to the reawaken america tour at that time we called health and freedom um conference and um that's how the whole thing started and you don't know how many people have told me well craig if you wouldn't have had it we would have never had it um you know because after that you know number one it actually put our college on the radar because people found out about Randy bible training college because seven million people streamed it um but it also put me on the radar and um you know, I've been called a lot of things from a lot of different people. Um, you know, QAnon was was a big one during that conference, um, and um, and so um, and all kinds of interesting things have happened um, since then. And you know, it is pretty crazy. Whenever I, we, I was asked on the Reawaken America tour, um, I'm not sure what event it was, then I came home and I'm watching the January 6th trial, you know, or or, or whatever investigation. I'm like they're talking about all my friends. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, they're talking about, um, you know, Jindal Flynn, Mike Lindell, um, you know, Roger Stone, um, um, and Rudy Giuliani. I mean, you know, I mean, they're they're talking about all the people I know. And of course, I've heard some inside, um, Mike Lindell really, really gave us details about some inside thing, what happened that day. Um, you know, and, you know, Clay actually asked me before this whole thing started, said, Craig, you know that they're talking about concentration camps and things like that. And, you know, if we put our neck out, we're the first ones to go in and say, are you ready? I'm like, let's go for it. I mean, So, you know, I'm I'm the kind of guy that I I don't care what people think about me. I know what God thinks about me. And the Bible says over in Isaiah 54 that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And there's been plenty of weapons formed against me, but they're not going to prosper. Um, you know, I was killing people during COVID. Um, one thing that we actually do have on our campus, which is pretty amazing, we have one of the the largest free Christmas light displays in the nation. We have over two million Christmas lights, actually almost three million. Wow! And so, so during COVID, you know, the media was, like, "What kind of COVID regulations are you guys going to have?" Well, like, none.
0: <laughs> Good.
2: <laughs> so I got I got daily emails telling me. Um, We're killing people, we're doing this, we're doing that. Um, Normally the media always comes out and actually one of the um, broadcaster comes out and helps us turn the lights on. Um, And I'm like, you're welcome to come, but we don't have any COVID regulations. And they're like, well, our higher ups won't won't let me come because they said it will look bad for the station to be there with so many people. You know what, it didn't hurt our attendance. In fact, what I told people, I said, you do not have to come and see the Christmas lights. It's it's not not a, um, a right. You know, it's a privilege. So, and if you want to, you can drive around our campus, have a 110-acre campus, and you can stay in your car. Now, most people want to go through our park because that's where we have, you know, and walk out and through and whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not afraid about controversy. And in fact, it, um, at some point in time, we can talk about my, my latest uh, um, postcard. I got a postcard from Satan the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I,
1: de- I definitely want to hear about that. So, but <laughs> look, look, let me let me just get this on the record. So no COVID restrictions. You never shut down the college. Business as usual. Craig, how many people actually died of COVID-19 on your watch?
2: As, as far as I know, nobody. Now, we did have some of our church members that did die during COVID-19. But you know what? Well, Everyone that I know, they had cancer. They had other. You exactly. Exactly. Things going on, and and in fact, a lot of times I talk to them and their their relatives would say, "Cancer did not kill my 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 dad or whatever. You know, he probably only had a few months to live anyway. It, you know, probably if he would have caught the the flu, the normal flu, mm-hmm. he probably would have died anyway. You know, and right. that's the, the the whole thing. And so, yeah. as far as I know, now it, actually, we had one of our ushers that was on a Breathalyzer, and you know, pretty much, you know, we we tell people don't do not go to the hospital. I mean, you know, if, I tell people if you get COVID, call me. I'll I'll get you medications. <laughs> so I have you know, I have doctors on speed dial, so it's so it's pretty um pretty easy thing to do. Um, and um, you know, it's now I was educated a lot about about um medic medical things because I have a lot of doctor friends, and it's just crazy all the things, and it, even the vaccine. I remember talking to Doctor and, Oh, we did a podcast, Clay and I, it was Clay's podcast. I was on Clay's podcast with Dr. Zelenko, um very early on. Um, and um, this is when the vaccine just came out, just rolled out. And so I asked him, I said, Dr. Zelenko, what do you think about the vaccine? You know, because we already had talked about a lot of things. And he, you know, I said, I'm a pastor. A lot of people are going to be asking, should I take it? Should I not take it? And he goes, okay, let me stop you here. First of all, I've never, um, been opposed to any vaccine ever before now this is not really a vaccine it's a whatever gene Gene therapy therapy. yeah but but he said here's the thing I mean let me tell you Craig a vaccine takes eight to ten years before the FDA will give approval he says in all reality give me eight to ten years and I'll tell you what I think about the vaccine Mm -hmm. you know but but then he, he went on to say you know the the RDM mRNA technology, whatever it's called. R, what is it? R-
1: mRNA, mRNA,
2: MR, mRNA. He said technology was was um, I think invented in two thousand and five. Never yep. passed animal testing, and here we are testing on humans. And I, and I have a real problem with that. Um, you know, and and this is this is before anyone knew what was in the vaccine, or you know, this is just it was just rolling out. Yep. And, and he says there, there were other therapies, including hydrochloroquine. And he actually re- told us the reason that he was one of the first people in the United States to, to, to use hydrochloroquine. Mm-hmm. Because Dr. Fauci said, I think in 2007, the hydrochloroquine was the gold standard yep. in, COVID- in, in, in in coronaviruses. And so was he was using th- their own um, research and it said, and it, it's funny because and it worked too So they stopped me from using the state of New York. So it's <laughs> um, true. You know, and, and that's the deal. They, they didn't want there to be any other, you know, um, cure because then they couldn't get the FDA thing. Now, exactly. off the record and I'd never met the guy. So this is a third hand information. One of my good friends was down in Florida playing golf with a, uh, a guy that was high up in, in the Pfizer company. So, you know, he got put in the fortune with this guy. So he goes, hey, I got to ask you the million dollar question. Are you vaccinated? He goes, absolutely not.
1: Yeah, he, they're not he stupid. Asked, <laughs> he,
2: he said, he said, in our trials court. Now, this is third hand information. This is not, you know, I don't know, you know, so I'm not going go to go court. I can't. This is not a court thing. He goes, in our trials, we found out that the placebo and the vaccine were about the same. So there's no way I'm going to I'm going to vaccinate myself. And So I don't know the guy's name. I don't know anything. But actually, this guy was actually thinking about, you know, kind of and that really sold him on not getting the vaccine. So well,
1: I mean, I'm glad to hear it. And that is true, by the way, Craig. I mean, I, I've heard that myself in interviewing people, people who are actually involved in these covid vaccine trials, I believe, for Pfizer. So, yeah, not a surprise uh, to hear that the executives at Pfizer were not getting it. Um And as far as people dying, you know, I mean, people die every single day. God calls people home. That's just their time. It's going to happen. You know, I I am sad to hear, though, that people, uh, you know, in your congregation— found themselves in a position where they had to get medical treatment during that uh, just insane time in our nation's history. And then even for the people who had debilitating uh, pre-existing conditions or uh, illnesses that might speed up their death, uh, you know, I think the true cost of the scamdemic will never be known. It's difficult to quantify because you think about all those people who would have otherwise gotten normal medical treatment and they were just not afforded it because all of the focus was put on one area or another. So let me ask you this. Uh, you said that you, you learned a lot, and I think a, a lot of people did during the scamdemic in terms of uh, medicine. Were you at all surprised about uh, the the direction the country went when all of this kicked off? Where, would you have considered yourself to be like a red-pilled pastor before this all started, or did this send you down a rabbit hole?
2: Um. Yeah, this sent me down a rabbit hole probably, you know— I- here's the thing about it is because mainstream media who I used to trust at some point in time, you know, because they weren't reporting us on some of these kind of things. So obviously you go to alternative sources. Um, my, I will say um, my stepson, is, 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 is already was down the rabbit holes way before I was. And so he's over there. Feeding me all, you got to listen to this podcast and that podcast and all these kind of things. And so, um, yeah, so um, I mean, once uh, once clay and i and all these i mean you know because i have mean, clay i i feel i do a lot of research clay researches more than any for any human being i i know and i don't know where he has time to do it because i i've i spent a lot of time with this man you know and normally he's in his office doing podcasts like 24 7 it seems yeah and so uh, according to what he says he does his research at four in the morning he yeah sleeps from like 10, 10 p.m to 4 a.m wakes up at 4 in the morning and researches like crazy, and it's like every time I see him he says, "craig man, you you got to see what I th- I'm, I'm putting the show out tomorrow blah 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 and, I mean this guy you know I mean he researches I mean this nonstop that's that's all he does, but yeah, um this is I, I went down a rabbit hole because of the the whole scandemic stuff um and um you know way different than what i what I am.
1: So uh, we were talking about the uh, uh, attacks from the press and stuff. I mean, ha- has all of that stuff abated? I-, I mean, have things returned to normal in Oklahoma? Uh, I mean, I'm down here in Florida, so I feel like nothing really changed for me.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, Oklahoma, actually, um, our governor, at some point in time, um, it was pretty pretty on, you know, he, he realized that this was a little bit of a, at least closing down the churches and stuff was, was, was a scam or whatever. So yeah, he his health guy now, now governor sit actually never uh, one time uh, he didn't shut anything down but he did give he gave authority to the mayors to do it and there was only the mayor of tulsa mayor of oklahoma city both shut the cities down um pretty hardcore now i live in tulsa but our church is in broken arrow oklahoma which is a suburb of tulsa and the mayor of broken arrow one of my good friends um we never shut down in fact our tax revenue went up 28% because um, everyone from Tulsa went to broken arrow to oh, wow. to to go shop to eat to you know cuz they didn't want to wear a mask i mean mm. you know that was the whole thing but i mean you know it's been pretty normal as far as as far as well, I'm not killing people but because i'm a proponent for president trump i'm co-founder of pastors for trump now i'm just getting all kinds of other emails. that's how i got my satanic um, Postcard because um because I'm on um president Trump's team, and man every time we have an indictment every time we have something i let's just put it this way I don't get daily letters all you know but but I definitely get a couple of weekly wet letters um from different things, and you know I've had a couple of different articles written about myself, Jackson Longmire, and pastors for Trump and um you know the great thing about it we actually we we do prayer calls. Usually about once a month or, or, or so, and we had President Trump on. Someone came in and hacked into the whole system. We had hundred and sixty seven
1: I heard that one, 7, yeah.
2: 000. Yeah, well, so the great thing about it is because someone hacked into to the thing, and because it, I think all the mainstream media got on board and made it one go viral. <laughs> yep. So people went back and listened to it because so it was actually a blessing the skies because if it w- we would have pulled it off and we would have had one hundred sixty-seven thousand people listen or whatever. But now we had more because the whole, you know, I mean, everyone did, Newsweek did things, um, Rolling Stone, all kinds of different things, you know, did articles. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the whole COVID stuff, that's kind of, you know, that's gone here. But, Good. you know, President Trump, um, you know, now he's, re- he's really well-liked in Oklahoma. In fact, um, all 77 counties voted for President Trump uh, both times. Um, um, Ron DeSantis, your governor, just came, um, you know, here the other day. Let's just put it this way. The channel eight um ABC News here was was out there and says it's 30 minutes before the doors open, and there are two dozen people standing out here waiting for the doors open.
3: I'm
2: I'm thinking, so that's real real news. Two dozen people are waiting to see wow. the state open door. So so once the doors open, I think that there were 300, maybe five. I'll give I'll give the I'll say five hundred people showed up. I don't think there are five hundred. And so, and Governor Stitt, who happens to be one of my friends, but he he was the first governor ever to endorse um, Ron DeSantis, and the reason he did, I, I'll tell you how, I mean, offhand, he wants to become vice president one day, or be And so, and and I do believe that he doesn't believe he's going to win now, but he thinks you know four more years later he still might win. So he's oh still yeah, might get, you know, at some on, point in the
1: future he'll he'll probably get an appointment. Uh, I'm certain. I mean, this people often forget when when they see. Uh, the, like the jockeying, something like that. You know, I mean, yeah. an endorsement for Ron DeSantis. Of course, that person knows that Ron DeSantis isn't going to win, but he hopes that when he does get to a higher level, he'll get, uh, you know, uh, on, on the cabinet or perhaps he'll get some yeah. other appointment. He, you know, he'll end up in Bermuda or something. But, you know, I mean, as a Florida resident, I, I don't know anybody down here, Craig, that is excited about Ron running for president. I mean, I feel like, Honestly, I mean, I think he's auditioning to be vice president, if anything. Uh, And of course, you know, among politicians, they love to get press coverage. Okay, and who else is going to be featured, really, except for Donald Trump, who is the most popular politician in America, maybe in history. And then Ron DeSantis, the only person that everybody else that hates Trump is trying to get into the position so that he can beat Trump. The people who are supporting Ron DeSantis are the people who are never going to support Donald Trump. And, you know, I also yeah. think I also think there's a a bit of a, a theater going on. You know, I mean, Don, uh, he made Ron DeSantis. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, if, if it wasn't for <laughs> no, Donald no, Trump.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so so you're yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and let me I'll, I'm going to give you some information because I, I have please. friends in the camp. So um, Donald Trump um, has put the edict out you know, cause there's a lot of, you know, young people who, who, you know, work uh, on, on a campaign, just, you know, they're setting up chairs. They're not doing anything big time. Yep. He goes, I don't care. You know, cause normally like um, in, in the 2016 election, um, President Trump um, actually hired some people that, that worked for other, the other campaigns um, um, and it was kind of a normal thing. President Trump, at least he said, I'm not hiring one person who works with Roger I don't care if you just put up chairs at, at an event. I'm not hiring you. Now, according to way, the way I understand uh, from Roger Stone that – um. um they cannot run as a ticket because the people said, you know, want to see the Trump the same as tickets. Well, and, let,
1: um, let me let me just say all Donald Trump has to do is just change his permanent residency to, to his, New York. Uh, Bedminster. Yeah. To New York, New yeah. Jersey. And they'd be fine. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they, they could if, if he did something like that. Yeah. But, but for, for the people that don't know, you can't have two people from the same state. And if you do, you you, you have to forfeit the Electoral College of that state, and obviously a Republican cannot win if they don't win Florida. So, you know, that's... um, But, um, you know, I ta- I have a lot of pastor friends in Florida. In fact, some of my best friends live in Florida. And every one of them said, Craig, we don't want to lose him as governor right now. I mean, no. can we wait, can you just wait his turn? I mean, you know, that was, you know, the whole point. Um, You know, and I think it would have been better for everybody. I, I hope this rift kind of goes away. I, I know for I don't I, you know, I haven't talk to president trump but i do know for a fact that he's not happy um because ron DeSantis is the only viable challenger out there yes um and and it's interesting because when other people when a lot of people entered the race it was like you know trump has a nickname or blah 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 interesting part about when tim scott entered the race he actually looked forward to the competition so um tim scott will probably will be on the cab, you know, Trump's cabinet. And, you know, Tim, and I do, it. I do admire Tim Scott and, you know, I would, I would like to see him maybe be president one of these days. I think that would be, he's a wonderful man. I haven't met him personally, but, um, um, you know, it's, it's just crazy what's going on. You know, we, we we live, you know, we are living the last days as far as I can see in the Bible. I mean, I mean, just just the things that are happening. I mean, just, you know, it's just sickening because, um, my grandkids can't even watch the news with without watching this l g b t q you know these i mean yeah I get you know they're covering up their negative hearts, but they're showing it you know, well not, know, always, not always not yeah. always i
1: i this past this past weekend the the pride festivals that were in like new york and uh, up north yeah well they were totally butt naked like walking well, around <sighs> I couldn't believe it
2: yeah i'm, I'm saying i'm saying the news the news stories will, will, will they'll talk oh, about when they'll cover it and, you know. Blur it out. But no, I know it happens. Now, here's the point. You know, I get it. You know, I do. I, you know, I believe in freedoms and I believe that in America, you, you're free to be an idiot. I mean, you know, you know, we have freedom of religion that some people, they're, they're free to worship Satan and send me postcards, um, yeah. but, um, you know, <laughs> but, but, it, it, and, you know, you know, if, if you are an adult, you know, I might not like your lifestyle, but you're free to have that lifestyle. That's what you choose. That's you're liberty. not free. Yeah. You're not free to go after my kids. You know, nope. and so and there's there's they're screaming in New York you know, how they they're after your children and that's where we draw the line and that president trump obviously the other day you know he drew the line there too as well and now i will say kudos for Oklahoma you know i, I have good friends in the legislature we actually passed a, a bill banning any kind of um, um mutilation yeah oh, well, okay. no banning, banning banning mutilation of children you know you can't you, they can't have sexual good. um surgery till after 18 we also did something else too after, after the scandemic um the legislature passed the rule ba- basically saying that churches can always have church can have as many people as they want to have no cop no regulations ever and basically we're saying we're upholding the first amendment for churches to to be open so that's that's great at least in the, in the future um you know um yeah we live in a real a crazy world that i never I mean, my dad, my dad's, um, I'm fixing to turn 54. My dad's going to be 84. He goes, Craig, I never imagined that I would ever live in a world that we live in. I mean, you know, it's just like, I I know the whole scandemic thing that, I mean, that's just really, um, he's like, I I never imagined that churches would close down like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just crazy um, that just because somebody said, said so, I mean, that's
1: so so it's, Craig I mean or so, I mean, are you, are you friends with other pastors in the area? I mean churches that did close down did, did you guys have like discussions about this stuff behind the scenes?
2: Uh no, you know, really there was a lot of division even among pastors, you know, in in fact, um, I mean, I'm I'm most of my friends, you know, we 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 stayed open or or I, I will say I I should I need to go back and say we did close for our 15 days because the 15 days slows the spread no. or whatever. Then we found out, it was you know because you know so we we did close. We, well we never closed. We went to online services only. And my dad's like, I'm not preaching anymore to an empty auditorium. I mean, and these you got people begging to show up in our empty auditorium. You know, I mean, we have a big auditorium to be empty. Um, and so but anyway you know here's the thing I, I will I so we actually had a prayer meeting Sunday night and asked the Lord that the Lord would give the the president and, the, and, the, and other people a a solution and then president trump came out on Monday Fifteen days of slow to slow the spread. You know, we like praise God. That's our solution. Fifteen days. We're gonna we're gonna shut down. I, I, I do think we were shut down for maybe twenty days. Um, you know, you know whatever uh, out of the week's work because we had when we reopened, we did have some a few regulations. Um, the first week, and the usher says, you know, no more. We're not gonna. So we were trying to tell people not to sit close together or, or whatever because at that time point in time, we we didn't realize it no, was still nobody a knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah every, yeah. every You know, it,
1: two weeks, it, it seemed reasonable. OK, if that's what's going yeah. to get America through, then no big deal. But, you know, it, it was it, once the information came out and they used people's fear against them, that was the truly insidious part. And I think you know <clears throat> we're talking about how crazy these times are. I mean, it's quite clear that there is a uh, an agenda to remove God from the entire equation. Okay, you know, not just separation of church and state, but they don't want people to have faith in anything because if you have faith in something bigger than yourself, if you believe that there is some consequence for your actions here on planet Earth, then you may perhaps take that into account when you uh, interact with people or you choose whatever it is that you're going to do. The people that are trying to take our liberty, that are trying to stifle us, uh, stop us from having the ability to speak freely, move freely, worship freely, those people are sociopaths. And they have zero faith in anything but themselves or perhaps Satan, as you uh, showed on that card.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we live in a crazy world. Yeah. And um, I, I know you, you got to go to a break in a minute, but uh, when we come back, yeah. we need to talk. We should talk about We'll talk about my my great postcard from Satan.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, before we do that, you guys, I just need to say thank you very much to the sponsor of the second half of the program. This would be my friends at onenessdrops.com, where you can get your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. If you took chemistry in high school, then you'll know that chlorine dioxide is a, a particular chemical compound that allows you to kill a whole variety of pathogens, as well as taking non potable water and making it safe for drinking. So, it's a great thing to take camping hiking to have on hand in case your municipal water supply uh, becomes poisoned or undrinkable for some reason. If you have to harvest rainwater, you can use the parts A and B to create chlorine dioxide and uh, it comes in two different formulations either made from hydrochloric acid and uh and the other part or made from citric acid in the other part but again because it's chemistry those things combine together and they make that one substance chlorine dioxide when you use code RP78 you can save 15% off your entire order and then of course my friends at my patriot supply by going to prepare with preparewithredpill78.com, you can save $80 off of a four-week supply of emergency food. That's the best deal they've had in a couple of months. When you break it down, you are talking about less than $3 per meal in this bundle. There are 16 different varieties of food with an up to 25-year shelf life, breakfast, lunches, and dinners. This is great to have on hand. Uh, I've just said the other day, Lisa and I probably have a year to a year and a half of, uh, of this type of survival food uh, for each of us. So, you know, combined, I have three years of survival food if something happened to one of us. So, prepare it with redpill78.com. Pick yourself up the, um, the four-week food kit. And then, finally, our friend Mike Lindell at mypillow.com. You can use code RP78 to save up to 80% off every single one of Mike's amazing products, whether it's the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, MyPillow 2.0. Oh, uh, the bed sheets, the Giza Dream sheets, the, the um, incredible beach towels, the mice slippers, uh, the list goes on and on. So please check out MyPillow.com and use code RP78 to support not only Mike Lindell because they canceled him, but also Red Pill 78 because they canceled me as well. So let's get back into it with Pastor Craig Hagan. So, yes, tell me about this uh, this uh, this this postcard. It, was it sent yeah. to you specifically? They, like they knew they were sending it to you?
2: Yeah. It's addressed Craig Hagan, Raymond Bible Church with our address, 1025 25 West Kenosha. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you the background. So I, I, um, you know, I, am not, I'm not always serious. I, I we like to have fun at our church. I mean, I, I'm, some people said I should be a comedian. So anyway, but you know, I, so I get a, a text and a lot of times on Fridays, like I didn't, I didn't work today. A lot of times I, I don't work on Fridays. Um, I choose to take Friday off instead of Mondays, but so I get a text on, on a Friday, um, asking if i was coming in we we have a thing called partner services where all of the mail comes in and the guy in charge he goes um are you coming in today craig i'm i'm like no i said i said i'll i'll, I'll be there on monday he goes well okay well we have a postcard um from satan and you know <laughs> no, he didn't say postcard he said letter we have a letter from satan that, that i have it on my desk whenever you show up come get it so i actually no this is funny i actually thought it was some some lady i don't know why i picked lady some lady that was mad about something that i did I didn't realize whenever he handed it to me, like this actually says it's from Satan. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was—I thought it was some lady who he was calling Satan because she was so mad about something that I did. after sure. All the time, and so what? This is this is the Satanic American flag, evidently. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to get rid of my of, of my background here so we can see it a little little easier. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm sorry, I'm putting another background there. All right. Um, so here's the Satanic American flag. And it has you know the little pentagram thing with the goat head in there, so it's it's pretty crazy. And just show you, it is addressed to um to Craig Hagen, Raymond Bible Church. I, I've used this, I've had, carried a lot, you know, I carry this with me like every day now. So it's because you never, it's now just for you guys to what you know that Satan, according to the um the postmark, is from Denver, Colorado all right so that's where satan lives i i I guess um and um (laughs) i mean that that's
1: that's where that's where the uh uh the the illuminati airport
2: (laughs) yeah right right here denver colorado (laughs) wow and um there are five satanic churches in denver colorado because i was i don't have a return address i was going to write one i was (laughs) going to (laughs) go and respond now it obviously too let me say this this is cursive um handwriting looks like it probably was from i would say a woman but we'll say a biological woman probably over over 50 years of age because it's hers i was gonna say the uh, same thing yeah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah. and and so so um well i have a podcast and my co-host says says and, and my expert his expert opinion is from a 50 year old um plus um lady and she starts out or he starts out whoever Dear Craig, I'm like, Craig, great. Satan calls me dear. I mean, at least I'm permanent. <laughs> I'll be says, white. <laughs> uh, yeah. Says our servants in the government and, and media are aware of your vain efforts to restore your modern guru Donald Trump to the presidency. You will fail. America is ours. Prideful godliness, sexual perversion, and growth and gross immorality are here to stay. Um The two millennial of your Christ are finished. The kingdom of darkness rises. Your children um, will convert to our ways. Abandoned hope from hell, Satan, and six six six. Let's see if I can get that there, where you can see the six. It says hell, Satan, and the six 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 is right here by this. um, Yeah. um, It looks like the Google um, Chrome. It does. It does. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, so um, you know, Satan's writing me letters. Um, And and I I don't I don't know why. I mean, I really don't. I mean, this person think uh, uh, this is going to stop me from preaching the gospel. I mean, you know, um, it just makes me mad. I mean, that's that's the whole whole thing. I mean,
1: it's almost a a badge of honor that they would uh see you as such an existential threat to their efforts to impose immorality and pride and, you know, all of them on America. So, I mean, it means that you're doing the right thing.
2: And, and you know i will i will go on record as saying and actually other day i actually was was it had a live live audience thing me and clay and i and 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 i said yeah Clay's a little bit hurt that he hasn't received one yet so, so <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he <laughs> hasn't to be honest with you <laughs> yeah because man when i showed up i could tell um the first time i showed up and we've done a clay and i've done a couple of podcasts uh, with it we actually um we did one that we actually sent to President Trump. By the way, um, um, General Flynn goes, "Craig, you got to do that. I want to send that person to President Trump um, and um, let him know." You know, and that's the thing. Anytime, anytime you try to to help President Trump, it just seems, man, you get all out attacked. I mean, that's I mean that. I mean that's just what it's all about. I mean, there. In, in fact, I I I want to say. It was. It was. I was on a podcast the other day because I am co-founder, president of uh, Pastors for Trump. Um, I was on a podcast with three individuals that they were all the Santa supporters, and and man, I got grilled. I mean, they were grilling me, and then and they were saying, well, saying some things that, and I said, well, what is what does the Santa say about that? Well, we don't know. He hasn't ever said. I said, well, you he probably has the same thought pattern on all these things. in the deal it was. They didn't think that President Trump went far enough against LGBTQ, you know, stuff. Um, They, um, you know, there's a couple of things. Obviously, the vaccine, you know, because, you know, if you talk to General Flynn, and and I I know this, uh, you know, that... President Trump, you know, thought the vaccine was a good thing. Mean, he thought it was supposed to be a good thing because that's what everyone told him was a good thing. So, he, he's
1: not a doctor. You know, he's not a virologist. You know, I mean, he yeah. delegated authority. And, Craig, one important thing that those people that argue uh, against President Trump because of that, they always forget that the vaccine was one aspect of Operation Warp Speed, which included therapeutics, uh, and a whole bunch of other things that the media just covered up. They wouldn't allow them to be talked about. If it wasn't for Operation Warp Speed pushing this vaccine to the forefront so that li- libtards could go ahead and take it, uh, then the country never would have opened up. They wouldn't have allowed it.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, other side about it is when President Trump tried to push o- other things to made fun of him, like, well, what, we're going we're gonna to inhale chlorine gas or, you know, all kinds of, you know, stupid stuff. I mean, you know, because... And, and you know, I know I I, I know Eric the, the most. You know Eric's on board. I mean, he, he he's he's he gets all, all the stuff now. Eric and Clay are really good friends. Uh, I met Don Jr. Uh, one time. He spoke at one of our events. Within a, I don't say we wouldn't even ten minutes. Within three minutes of our conversation with myself and Jackson Lawnmire, he already was telling us. He said, you know what? My dad still has trouble identifying people that are not on his team because, you know, when people Brown knows him, tell him how good he is, he does it's hard for him to understand. And, and that's the thing I, I will tell you if we elect Ron DeSantis or any other a Republican, it's going to take them a while to figure out who's really on their team, who's not on their team. Sure. I think President Trump is, is, is at a point now that he's. You know, I, I'm not, there's a few people are slipping in, but, but he pretty much, he, he kind of knows and he's, he's going out to, to, to gut some of these agencies that, that are really, I mean, that needs to be gutted. I mean, you know, he's, um, he's on a tear. And, um, and I, and he, he do not have to be reelected too. That's the thing. He only has four years. Ron DeSantis or whoever, they're going to have to win reelection in four more years. And so mm-hmm. that's why I believe he's, he's the best candidate. And, you know, he, he's already proven he, he can do it. And, Absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, no. That, what you just said there is so vitally important. I was going to ask, you know, can you get a message to President Trump? Because that would be my message. Be careful who you surround yourself with. I understand that when you are going to Washington, D.C., you've got a limited talent pool to pull from, okay? I mean, that is the swamp, all right? You know, what are you supposed to do? I understand that when he came into office the first time, the RNC handed him a list of people and said, you know, this is who you need to appoint. These are the jobs that we need filled, and these are the people who we say should be in those jobs. But when he comes back, he has to do a complete 180 on the hiring practices. Uh, Anybody who could potentially be loyal to somebody else, I mean, there needs to be uh, a stringent processing uh, that these people have to go through so that they can prove that they are going to do the job that they're hired to do and that they're not going to come in and uh, try to sabotage Trump 2.0. And once he does... He's got to go hard. He has got to be ruthless when it comes to gutting those agencies that you just mentioned. I think we need to do away with the CIA entirely. I think that the FBI and the DOJ need to be completely defunded and rebuilt from the ground up. Because as they stand right now, filled with those unelected career bureaucrats in a a union with absolutely no no issues about uh, having to be held accountable— the, the, the things are never going to change, I mean, the FBI will remain corrupt. The CIA will continue to run things in the background. The DOJ will continue to prosecute people like us who have done nothing wrong while ignoring criminals such as Hunter Biden. Do you think <laughs> has President Trump echoed those sentiments at all? Do, do you believe that he understands that when he comes in, we have to have a cleansing of the federal government
2: yeah i I do believe he understands i don 't know. You know, I, I just, I just pray, I pray that you know that General Flynn, Roger Stone, and even his own kids will will be able to influence. So I, I, I know for a fact because I do you know that his own kids back, you know, when President Trump was in office and Twitter was a nightmare, they had to come to Jesus meeting with him, <laughs> trying to like, you know, Dad, you know. Maybe can you not put these, these tweets out at two in the morning? Let's talk about them before we send them out. <laughs> you know, basically, he said, "You know what? This is me. I'm going to do what I want to do." But I think he's changed that. And even if you notice, you know, it's true. So, so he hasn't. But you know, yeah, there's some things out there, but but they're not as crazy as some of the tweets, you know, that were there. Now, here's the thing: most of the time, I would agree with him. I mean, yeah, me too. I, but, I liked it. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. I mean, I personally liked it. I just know that you know I, I do help with election campaigns. I I have a, I have a super PAC called Preserve Our Rights, uh, PreserveUSA. Um, dot org. That was my one of the things that came up on the screen. And and so, um, you know, I understand that you got to play the game a little bit. You you, you want to get as many people. You you don't want to offend too many people, so that way they'll actually vote for you. And so that's one thing that we we need to do. We got to. You know, and there are some people that maybe they're not hundred percent on board with this, but you 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 do what you do, but I do believe we will have some influence. um I especially think that he really listens to general Flynn. um he listens to him quite quite a bit um you know, and he I think he kind of feels bad because he general Flynn kind of got ostracized under the trump campaign um you know and but but you know and here's the other side about it is all these things like Roger Stone. You know stood trial for something that didn't even occur according to right. the Durham report i mean yeah. i mean i don't know what he could i haven't really i talked to roger quite frequently but but i, I, said, I mean, he needs to suit the united states government somebody to try to get some of his money back for you know for defending all, all these kind of things and roger it is interesting uh roger has become a really good friend uh, roger's really um like the other day we were talking about um, what do we need to do because you know it's really hard me to say this because you know i'm in a career i mean you know political strategist he says i think our better strategy right now is prayer <laughs> and for, for roger stone to say prayer he goes we need to pray for first of all for president trump um for his lawyers for, for the judges that, that are going to rule on these cases you know from for all these because you know what's happening is what we don't realize, I mean, President Trump is having trouble hiring enough lawyers to fight all the cases that, right. that are coming against him, and they have more coming against him. and so you know you know that's a distraction. I mean, you know oh, he, yeah. he, he's playing off like it's not but but it is, and then you know wh- what happens? one of these people try to put a gag order on him, and that's gonna be a whole nother political thing and so Roger Stone, political scientist, says, you know what prayers are is our best weapon right now, and I, I believe so too, and I think that's um that's where we're at I mean, you know. I mean, it, uh, everything's really unheard of what we're going through in, in this side. But, but I do believe, and I and I do pray. Uh, like I said, I haven't had a chance to meet President Trump um, yet. Um, he's supposed to invite us tomorrow. Go uh, with some me and some other pastors. Um, and um, that's going to happen at some point. In time hasn't happened yet. Um, hopefully, we'll have some kind of influence. My my influences has, has been through his kids and through Roger Stone and um, General Flynn um, for the most part. I mean, Roger. In, in general fund are the ones that I'm the closest to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Clay's really close to Eric became one of his best friends. So, so Clay's really close to Eric. And so, um, the thing is, is that, you know, we all have to realize that, that Donald Trump is going to be Donald Trump. He's that he's just who he is. Um, and so, um, you know, and it is really hard when these people do brown nose, I mean, you know, he, he does like, you know, You know, he he likes that attention. And um, I
1: mean, who who doesn't, you know? And I mean, just look at his life. Look at the trajectory of his life. You know, I mean, New York, high society, Palm Beach, high society that that. Like brown nosing the ingratiation, I mean that is just part of it. And then you throw in his time in Hollywood, uh, you know. And then, of course, yeah. as a, as a politician, you know, I mean, people need that positive reinforcement. You know, I I have to say, you know, and I I can probably speak for a large portion of the audience. You know, I I, I don't want President Trump to change for anything. I mean, one of the reasons I loved him uh, from the very beginning is because he wasn't a career politician. He was an outsider. He didn't represent. That slick, overly polished Washington, D.C. aesthetic that we saw from, you know, so many politicians that came before him, all of them. Barack Obama, the guy gave a great speech, but he was garbage in terms of policy. You know, I mean, we can just say the same thing for so many people that came before him. But I just I don't want President Trump to change who he was, who he is, who he will be. I want him to be himself and I want him to come in knowing that he doesn't have to get elected except this last time and make the decisions that we all were hoping that he was going to make in the beginning. The the Democrats, the deep state, and even the rhinos, they've shown us that it's not business as usual, or rather business as usual is not playing fair. They have stacked the deck against Donald Trump and the American people. And once we put him back into that White House, I just hope that he uses all of the power that affords him as the chief executive.
2: And I think one of the big things is, is you know, his chief of staff. I mean, I don't know who he's going to pick, but you know I think that's important because I believe in the past his chief of staff, Maybe stopped him from doing some things that he wanted to do, that would have, you know, I believe helped us, you know, to to get what we want to happen in this situation. Um, yeah. And um, they also too, the chief of staff w- was the one who tried to keep, you know, people like General Flynn and Mike Lindell, other people, you know, away from his ear. And so, uh, so I think that's going to be a a huge deal. Now, you know, I don't know what the future holds as as far as who he's going to pick or, or whatever. Um, you know I'm gonna do what I can to have some kind of influence um you know you know it's interesting I've always been involved in, in politics a, a little bit I worked my first um, governor campaign when I was 12 something like that um, Tom daxon for governor of Oklahoma a Republican um he won he won the um he, he the primary he lost in the general um, I the, the way they convinced me is like Craig I'm, you want to go to the fair every day for free? I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to the fair every day for free. <laughs> One of my best friends was this campaign. It was my best friend's sister's husband was a campaign manager, so he's looking for people to pass out stuff, and I did. So I've been involved in politics for a while, but man, during the 2020 election, we're there at you know when, when all these statistical irregularities you know went on. My wife looks at me and says, Craig. I want you to do something. I mean, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, I'm just like, you know, but he, he goes, well, you 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 have some influence. So um, I I use my influence to do something. And that's why I'm here today, Um, you know, being involved. And, you know, I first of all went to, I I was involved, but not, I mean, I, you know, my involvement was I would pray all these different things, functions, all that kind of stuff. So I went to the Tulsa County GOP, you know, thing got involved, became the precinct chairman my precinct precinct 211 Tulsa County um you know got involved in Oklahoma GOP became one of the most influential people there um and I went and met now here's something that I I did I went and met all my state um things I I knew my you know the the people you know my my the, my senators and and congressmen Washington but you know what I I really didn't know all my state reps and I think a lot of this we don't we have no clue because what goes on in our state is real important. And then I got involved in some of these campaigns for city council, for mayor, for, you know, all, you know, school board, all these things that really matter to, because we found out during COVID these things really matter. And I found out in Tulsa County, um, our uh, Tulsa city, now now broken arrow where, where our church is, it's all Republicans. Tulsa city. Um, we, it was controlled by Democrats. It's now 50, 50. Um, we have a, a Republican mayor with, I call it, he's a rhino, but anyway, um, um, school board, same way. We're, we're almost 50. I think we're one seat from being 50 50, but we're, we're flipping those seats red and, you know, cause what happens are nonpartisan elections. And so people don't realize who's a Democrat, who's a Republican, mm-hmm. you know? And, 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 so, um, and so I, I, mean, I've been involved in a local level, um, started a, um, super PAC, you know, for the, for federal things, helped in races in Arkansas, uh, Oklahoma, um, New Jersey and California and, and Alabama's like, so last, and, I mean, that was all in three months of setting the super pack up. I, I raised $300,000 in three months. Um, wow. Because I've, I was waiting the ball game so far. I've only raised 50 grand for, for 2024, but I really hadn't promoted it a whole lot. But, um, you know, um, I, I just got involved because mainly because I decided to, and that's what we, we need to all decide that we want to get involved. In fact, this is my campaign, you know, since so it's almost over. Um, my campaign right now, and I believe that every pastor or every person needs to push this. Um, there were so many people that I knew that it, it was like a week before the election. They're like, well, can I vote? Well, I said, not in Oklahoma. I mean, you, you, you have to register 20 days before. Yeah. So my campaign now, during the quote-unquote off-season, let's try to get people registered to vote now. Yes. Let's not wait. <clears throat> I mean, because what happens is we all wait, and even our church, we all, we, you know, we wait till the till we're in the middle of the right before the primary, we're registering people to vote. No, let's start doing it now. And so one thing, and I haven't got it done yet because I've been kind of busy. Um, pastors for Trump, we're going to put out where you can register in all fifty states. A lot of times you can do it online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so we are going to help people be able to register. And I want to encourage everybody let's get registered now let's, let's let's you know and then let's use all our resources our legal resources you know democrats have been doing it for, for forever mm-hmm. you know i mean there are a thing called legal ballot harvesting um yep. you know a lot a of, lot, of, lot of these um i found out the i don't how do you call it, retirement centers and different people like that you know um these people want to be involved i mean you know and I, if you're running for any kind of office please go by and, and, and see these people and talk with them um, because they are voting and um they um, you know they deserve to, to, to hear from you and i tell you what a lot of people don't realize how big a voting block they really are mm-hmm. especially in the prime in the primaries see in oklahoma pretty much if you're republican you pretty much win so the primary is is your race and so they have to dif- differentiate between one republican over another republican you know it's hard to do sometimes um you know you know so it's it's easy when if you're a republican to identify over the democrat but but it's hard to identify you know the ones that are really for you and that that's the thing you know the, you know even president trump and even this last 2022 um he endorsed some people that really kind of surprised me but yeah. i think at the time there was there was nobody else in the race and then some people got out got in a little later that's I, right i was one of my can one of my candidates that's helping in arkansas I, I like you know the, the guy who who Got a hold of me. I'm like, now you realize that President Trump already already endorsed his opponent. I mean, who was the an incumbent? Who I, I get the guy's a rhino, um, you know. But President Trump endorsed him, and it's really hard to go against that. And then another the my Senate race in Arkansas, um, um, Sarah Sanders. Now the governor of Arkansas endorsed her. I'm like, you know, I mean, endorsed against her, and so I'm like, you know, these are going to be hard to really come against those endorsements. Um, You know, but, but I'll do all I can to help you. And so, um, you know, I just think we all just need to get involved. I mean, you know, and I don't care who you are. I mean, you, you, you can go get involved, go, go every county, you know, I mean, has the Republican, you know, party and go get involved and, you know, do all you can, um, because we, we, we need to make a difference in 2024. And I'm very optimistic. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I, I really believe that, that a lot of things are going to change. I think we're gonna pick up some more seats in both the house and the Senate. I do believe that President Trump um, will be elected to the White House. And people say, "Well, yeah, but we haven't fixed all our, fixed all, all our county elections or, or whatever." And, and I get it, but I also understand, um, and that's something else. We need some counties that have issues, like Maricopa County. Somebody needs ahead of time to so let's go to the courts and do whatever, so we make sure that we can we can be there when they count and all these kind of things. You know, let's not wait until after we know it's going to happen. We know that they're, what they're going to do. We've already identified the counties they're going to do it in. So why can't we do something about it? So um, no, you're just fine, right. my, my. You, you,
1: you are absolutely right. Local action for national impact. The, the the local stuff is so vitally important. And one thing that uh, I, I'm also glad to know that you are are working with uh, you, the people at the college and then the congregation also to get people active and involved. You know, I, I know a, a lot of religious organizations are loath to uh, talk about politics because they don't want to jeopardize their 501c3 status, uh, and that's a that's a bit of a problem. You know, I can understand it. You know, people have to you know take care of uh, uh, the, their, themselves before they can take care of anybody else. But at the very least, uh, because you have the the reach to all of those people on a regular basis, I mean, you can encourage them to be civic minded, to actually get involved in the process. You don't have to, you know, everybody knows who they're going to be supporting, probably, you know, because yeah. I mean, like you said, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to tell the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans and the, the agenda overall. But people have got to feel like they have a stake in this. Otherwise, they're just going to black pill. They're going to stay home. They're not going to bother to vote. So, yeah, getting people involved. And then, you know, I'm also I mean, you have a tremendous uh, opportunity with uh, the young people who are going to the college. You know, do you mind if we take a couple of calls, Craig? Do you have time to stick around? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. So but just before we do, you know. I was saying earlier in the show that that there is this organized effort to remove God, remove faith from the national conversation. You know, they want to destroy the family. Uh, They had to destroy uh, God in the homes before they could destroy the family. And now uh, I feel like the pendulum is swinging. You know, we've went so far to the left as a nation with all of the policies and people just not feeling comfortable standing up. Oh, you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're a homophobe if you say this, that or the other. And now I feel like uh, it has it has started to kind of come back around. Uh, Have you had an uptick in uh, people, uh, you know, uh, applying to the college uh, to coming, you know, to having an interest in living a life based in faith?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since we we had our our Reawaken America Tour event, we've actually been on the increase. And um, if you want to check us out, rbtc.org is our website. You can actually apply right now for the twenty twenty. So 2023, 2024 school year um, or, um, and we are the most affordable Bible college in the nation. And, you know, a lot of people that um, you know, I saw, I saw people, you know, Oklahoma is a great place to live. I mean, obviously Florida is a great place, but we, we don't have beaches. I will say in Oklahoma, we have lakes. I've got a lot of
1: friends. I've got a lot of friends who moved to Tulsa because of clay and, you know,
4: and, yeah. and yeah. Um,
2: but it's a good place to live. I mean, you know, and, you know, and, and actually you could get your bang for the buck. I mean, people come from the East coast, the West coast, and they're surprised what kind of house or what kind of apartment they can get for the, for, for what they're paying for less than what they're paying right now. So, um, so, so if you want to learn more about the Bible, or if you maybe even feel a call to the ministry, Rainbow Bible college, check it out. Rbtc.org. Um, and like I said, you could get, if you could go right now, give us your information. We'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call talk to you about it we'll send you a digital packet immediately it's a great place and oklahoma is a great place to live as well but yeah we are seeing an increase um i i believe our enrollment is is up about 25 percent right now even that's during covid huge um, yeah i mean even during the whole covid thing and in fact one of the biggest things that we, we we actually have an international bible school in fact we have um bible schools in 52 nations now um, Very cool. Um, actually, we have 282 Bible schools. We only have one in the United States, but we have uh, other countries. We have we have um, like in Brazil, we have over 100 Bible schools in the country of Brazil. Wow. And so we graduated 117,000 people. I thought I was in Mexico City to graduate from Raymond, Mexico just the other day. Um, and, and it's awesome. And so but we bring a lot of folks um, from a lot of international people. And so, I mean, I, I know like last year we had 50 Um, students, international students, that could not get visas. We could add 50 more students. I mean, you know, so that's been one of our biggest issues is the visas and, you know, all the COVID regulations and stuff. I mean, you you know, you got to be vaccinated to come to America. And that was all all kinds of stuff, Um, you know, um, but yeah, we've seen a a huge increase. And, um, you know, I I think, I think there's a hunger for God right now. And I think that's what, you know, you know, know, as we have these satanic attacks, um, you know, People are getting hungry for God. I mean, there's got there's got to be something else. And I tell you, a lot of parents, in fact, my, my own mom, my mom, I actually have a accounting degree, Oklahoma State University. Um, and my, you know, in our our college, just to let you know, we're not a normal college. We, we we actually the United States government looks at us like a technical college, you know, because we teach Bible. So mm-hmm. we're like, you know, training you to, to to be a preacher, just like training you to be a a mechanic or, or whatever so we don't teach math english all these kind of things now we do teach if you want to be a pastor we're going to teach marketing on you know how to market your church those kind of things like that but we don't necessarily have a marketing class um and and so so i went to a normal college oklahoma state university i have a degree in accounting my mom was always big you need to go to college you need to get education um you know first and, and then you can get some ministry training or whatever my mom's an absolutely opposite now you need to go to to a college like ours and get a foundation because if you don't have a foundation and you get thrown into some of these you know secular colleges i don't care who you are i don't care if you grew up in church all your life man it's tough i mean you know you know you you have all these you know these 18 19 year old kids aren't aren't used to having some of the the things thrown at us that, that we're that we have thrown at us on a daily basis and um and I tell you what, now, there are a number of colleges that take our credits, you know, if you're going to get you want a, a bachelor's degree or whatever. In fact, um, one college actually, REMA is only $3,050 per year. We're a two-year school with a third-year option or whatever. And so you, you can take two years of RaMA and transfer 30 hours of credit to one of those other schools. And so if you figured out what it costs us to go to REMA, it, that's your cheapest way to go to, another, in fact, we have concurrent enrollment, you know, you can go online with another school while you're going to Rainbow, and you get your, you can get, you know, your degree for a lot less money, so it's, um, it, but it, it's, it's interesting, we are seeing a big increase, because parents are, they want to send their kids to a place that's not teaching all kinds of woke right. ideology, we're talking to, well, we talk about who you are in Christ Jesus, we talk about, you know, you know, what, what God's doing in your life, and, you know, and, uh, we're, we're bringing hope, you know, actually one of our models, we're bringing hope, help and healing to the world. And that's what we're, we're endeavoring to do, you know, and we don't hate the world. We love the world. You know, in fact, in fact, um, I'm, I'm fixing to do a sermon with I've, I've, one of our graduates came out of the LGBT community and, you know, she grew up that, that way. And she goes, it was someone who showed me the love of God that changed my life. So many other Christians are always, you know, say how much they hate and all that kind of stuff. We're all about love, and I believe that's what we should do. We, we, you know, the Bible says that God is love. You know, God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, and that's 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 what we get ever to teach at Raymond. Sorry, I didn't mean to go. No, no, it's okay.
1: You're 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 good. You're good, and you're absolutely right. You know, the only one that I remember Jesus getting angry with was the tax collectors. <laughs> the... <laughs> okay, all right. Let's uh, go ahead and bring in our first caller. We've got uh, DJ Vector and Father Larry on the line, but we'll bring in Vector first and vector go ahead and unmute your microphone and uh, vector a little birdie told me that uh, you've been working you've been working with uh, with Ed and uh, and Captain Brad and you guys might be preparing something to come back on the show with
3: yes well I, hello to everybody yes I have have been uh, working with Ed and it's all very complicated and much more expansive than what was covered on the last show um, yeah so but uh, like I'm Honing up my math skills, that's for sure. So, but I feel like I'm doing catch up. This uh, this guy, Ed Solomon, is literally brilliant, ladies and gents. This guy is so smart and a fantastic patriot as well. So um, uh, the guys over there, you know, they're doing some good work. So hopefully we can get that finished and uh, I can get my head completely around it. So uh, hopefully, you know, we can present this with ed and uh and take it to the next stage this is pertaining to illinois particularly okay. and uh we're getting into you know larger than quatonions and uh octonions and you know i don't want to get too much into the math here but yeah it's it's crazy hella complicated but still you know at the end of the day you just break it down into its smaller pieces and uh we we have to be able to cross all the eyes uh, pardon me dot all the eyes and cross all the t's red pill otherwise they're going to you know pull it apart so yeah. it's got to be pretty much bulletproof and this is the issue. This is why had so much work has to go into the process. Um, but it's amazing. I, I can't, I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I'm very excited to be a part of it well, it's it's uh, pretty humbling when you look at Ed's work. And,
1: uh, you know, as as somebody who only has just the most tenuous grasp on the concepts, uh, I can imagine that you as a numbers person, you're probably, uh, you know, deep in your element when you're working on this stuff. So I'm I'm excited to see what it is. So anyways, uh, w- what do you have for uh, our, our guest tonight? Uh, Pastor Craig Hagan.
3: Hello, Pastor Craig. My name is Vector. I'm from Australia. I uh, I'm a u.s patriot a global patriot i i love america and um yeah it's really exciting the work that you're doing i've spoken to clark many times on red pill show um he's even invited me to come and speak at the reawaken america tour and do some media backstage so if i ever get over there then hopefully red pill will come with me because i'm not really yeah. sure if i'd have courage to actually go on my own and um dox myself i'd be there and- i'd be there with you dude 100 percent. yes Cause it's a big deal. Like the more I think about it and now, cause I've told people at work and they're like, so are you going? And it's like, yes, yes, I'm going. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's not, not quite as easy as that, Um, you know, getting all the visas, getting all of that stuff, paying for it all and uh, organizing flights. It's all much more expensive than it used to be. And well, finally you- they've lifted the vaccination restrictions. Go ahead.
1: No, oh, I was going to say, yes, they've lifted the vaccination restrictions, but I mean, let's be honest, uh, Vector. I mean, the immigration and uh, and and the enforcement of that stuff really isn't happening right now. So you could probably just waltz across the border, fly into Canada, or or, or take a ship to Mexico. Just walk across the border. And I'll pick you
3: up in El Paso. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. It's a two tier justice system. Like yeah. they i they, will let all these other people through and let them off. But if it's somebody like me, they will they will look under every rock. They will make yeah. any excuse for me not to come. And so. Yeah, I've, like I've I've got to do it properly. It's but at, the end, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who I need to write to, even if I have to write to Carolyn Kennedy, the U.S. Ambassador to Australia. If it gets to that, like I'll get there somehow. Um, I'm not going to give up because nothing can stop what is coming, Zach. That's Amen. for sure. I know, I know that you know that. Um, Pastor Craig, you're doing some great work. I love this whole Reawaken America tour. It's so huge now, and everyone who's anyone goes there and uh, is presented. You've even had Alex Jones there. I think uh, yeah. so like, man, I've got to get, I've got to get over there. And, uh, from the people that, uh, you know, that I know that have gone there, it's like a huge spiritual festival. Like it's, it's just so deep, you know, you really feel in the love there. And, uh, uh I'm glad that we've got a, uh, at a revival of, uh, of God, you know, it's really important. I'm a devout Christian through this whole process of, uh, fighting for the country and all of our futures and the future of our children. Then I've become a much stronger Christian and, uh, you know, uh, that's the only thing that's getting me through the day. Uh It's been really tough eight years uh doing this now. And uh, I've learned so much about the United States of America, learning to sing the Star Spangled Banner. I nearly got that down pat. So, uh, you know, I can I can sing at 9 p.m. in solidarity with the J6 prisoners. There you go. Um, uh, yeah, oh well, man,
2: you know... go
3: ahead, yeah,
2: sir. I mean, it, it'd be awesome if, you know, you can come over here and, and check this out. And that's one thing that we um, have been so – excited about is a lot of people thought the Reawaken america tour it was a political thing and it, and it is you know but the amount of people that have changed their life the amount of people that, that i've talked to that, that that have told me i'm a different person today you know i mean god wasn't really you know i mean maybe i was a christian but god wasn't really a huge part of my life and and the the amount of i mean we we Usually, like we'll have like 200 healings, like every every thing. We'll, we'll have all you know, people rededicating their life to God, and we've seen so many, many In fact, the amount of people who have thanked me, you know, like you know, you don't understand what I was like before I came um, to 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 my church, you know, into to the event there, and it's so amazing, it's so awesome that to hear from you. I know there in Australia, you guys really took it, you know, on the chin a lot. And Clay and I talked a lot about what's going on in Australia um, during all this you know, COVID, you know, crazy stuff. But, and and we, you
3: know, still are our, we still are past We still really? are past crack. Now, now they're trying to steal the country again for the second time. They're trying to bring in something called the voice to parliament. They're going to have a referendum to change the Australian constitution, which is inclusive of everybody that, you know, everybody fought black and white to, you know, repel the Japanese. And of course if it wasn't for the United States of America. We wouldn't have a country in the first place. And I think people forget that. So we have a debt of gratitude to the United States of America that can never be repaid. So I remind people in my country about that. Anyway, getting back to this voice to parliament, it's a special indigenous voice to the parliament that gives, you know, a certain group of people, but then it also takes away all their rights and they can't actually do anything without going through this, you know, this body that they're going to create. And uh, it's, it's just a nightmare for, uh, you know, for the woke uh, left who, who want to just, you know, crazy up the place. You think you've got some crazy people in the United States come to Australia, check out Australian politics We've got the Joe Biden of prime ministers in Anthony Albanese, and uh, it's just shockingly embarrassing. Um, So not really sure what's going on down under, ladies and gents. But yes, if you're listening from Australia, do vote no on The Voice, uh, uh, because the Constitution has to remain as it is. Um, It's very important that it's not changed. So, you know, there's that.
2: And, you know, that's you bring up a great point, you know, not just Australia, but, you know, this whole... World Economic Forum. I mean, you know, they're trying to do this in every country. I mean, you know, you know, obviously Brazil just, I mean, their election was a sham as well and all kinds of things going on. I mean, you know, it's not just United States of America. I mean, it's all over the world. And, and um, you know, we got to come against this stuff. I mean, you know, and one of the best ways to come against is prayer. I mean, because a lot of times are like, what can I do? Well, all of us can pray. And, um, you know, God does answer prayers. And, and I know some people think, well, that seems impossible. But Luke 18, 27 says, The things that are possible to man are possible with God, with God, all things are possible.
3: And if you're, if you're in tune with God, you start really seeing him everywhere. Uh, This is what I try to say to people. You have to acknowledge God's existence and you know, then God's going to start speaking to you. And like, I see signs, I see numbers. I see all sorts of things. God's constantly reminding me that he's there all the time. Pray every day. Every time I go to work, I always ask him to bless me and bless all the people that I'm going to cook for and make their food and, you know, I think that's a, a big part of the reason why my food's good in the first place, because there's that loving intention um, there, which you just don't get. If you don't give a shit, then especially when you're cooking or you're doing anything, then, uh, you know, it really shows. And when you're doing a good job, people really notice that and uh, they, they really appreciate it. So well, what you know, I like it- to it. Here's the thing. This this is the reason that they want to get rid of God. They want to get rid
1: of faith. faith. When you see God all around you, when you live and walk in faith and you understand you know there are certain universal truths, you don't have to be afraid uh, of what the outcomes are going to be. You, you don't have to be worried really at the end of the day because it's all in God's hands. Things are going to take place whether you like them or not. It's all about how you mitigate them. What choices, what decisions do you make every single day as you walk through, you know, uh, all of these people in this society? You know, and that's what's going to matter at the end of the day. So uh, anyways, I'm uh, I'm very, very glad to have you here, Vector. And I'm serious when you get to America, we are going to walk into the reawaken America tour together, my friend
3: it's going to be the most exciting reveal as well because uh like i've i've already been on television in australia ladies and gents and the mainstream media here they literally hate me so there's that so once <laughs> once this all comes in comes out it's going to be extremely entertaining show so uh you're going to be
1: the cool. you're going to be the newest celebrity on media matters watch they're going <laughs> to they'll be linking oh, I, I know red Bill 78 and vector 117 you'll never believe face reveal <laughs>
3: So strap in, strap yep. up. It's going to be crazy. And uh, I, look, I, I've been planning this for many years now. So because I already knew that uh, I had to, I, you know, I was going to be back on the stage at some point and, uh, you know, all the things that they did to try and destroy me in my life mm-hmm. uh, you know, isn't good. So I know what it's like to be cancelled, ladies and gents, long before it even happened to President Trump. So I know how he feels. Um, <laughs> it's not a great thing. And also being part of the Q movement, having everything banned, even when I wasn't even broadcasting, I was just an anon Mm-hmm. And they somehow got put on a blacklist and my Google account got shut down. They can't even have a YouTube account. Can't, can't even log into YouTube. Yep. So, you know, these yeah. people, they, they, they literally hate us uh, for good reason, you know, because at the end of the day, they stand for Satan and for mutilating children and um, basically just debauchery. Look at all this pride stuff. And uh, it's, it's disgusting. So, uh, and not all gays are for that. Like the gays against grooms are coming out and they're just appalled mm-hmm. by the stuff you know like like why do we have to have grown men with their junk out yeah. in public in front of their kids if you or i did that we would be arrested for indecency oh absolutely uh, and- You know, but because it's them, because it's pride, you know, then that's okay. And I don't have anything against LGBT. We're all sinners, guys. If you want to go and you want to sin and you want to lie with a man or whatever it is, you know, you're a homosexual, that's on you. It's not for me to tell you necessarily, you know, but don't tell me that I can't be a Christian and I don't want you indoctrinating my children with any kind of sexual content. doesn't matter if it's hetero or homo. I couldn't give a flying f out of a rolling donut uh, i want my kids protected i want your kids protected it's the sole reason why i'm here doing this in the first place that's why we've got to save the country all of our countries we have to do it america first because if america goes well then you know there's no point in saving australia then what you know <laughs> yeah. we can't yeah. help you yeah. now we need to save america we need to do it together and we need to make sure that uh we hold the line no matter what happens and uh be strong in your faith because We will 100% win win this struggle. The United States has always prevailed, ladies and gents. So as long as there are strong patriots and uh, people that are uh, God-fearing Christians, there's no way that we can't win. So maintain your First Amendment, maintain your Second Amendment, that's for sure, which will not be infringed. And um, I'm really looking forward to coming in and chatting to you. So before I go, if you can say a personal hello from DJ Vector, I'm sure Clay will remember me. I'm fairly controversial.
4: He's but, he's uh, our just, he's
3: our only Australian correspondent so I I know Clay will recognize him so <laughs> and just remind him just say yeah. look uh, I hope the invitation still stands and uh, I I'd, I'd love to be able to uh, to come to the United States and uh, and appear at the tour and go to one of President Trump's rallies so I'm planning other things I'd love to meet President Trump ladies and gents this is oh, like yeah. a dream for me if I had to be honest with you like that's one of the main reasons why I like actually like to come to the United States and I've just got a funny feeling that president trump would meet me like of all people he'd probably say, yeah, fuck <laughs> it just, well let's let's meet be great because i'm a right. genuine friend i'm loyal so but yeah that's all i wanted to say thank you zach thank you Christ. god bless you vector we'll talk to you soon hey, brother. god bless you we'll see god you bless B- him.
1: bye-bye all right another man of the cloth father larry coming in and uh let me just say thank you very much to average joe patriot cheers tamar growl dropped a cookie so did Tom doug symey uh doug d- go ahead and mute that stream time. father larry oh
3: yeah great if I had to be honest with you. Like that, Father Larry, another, Father Larry, mute the stream,
1: mute the stream. You got
5: it.
1: <laughs> it's all right. Can you hear me? Father Larry, buddy, are you there? Can you see me on screen? Hello, Father Larry. Can you hear me? Yeah, we've got you on screen. Uh, yeah, you're on, yeah. 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 You're on the call. Go ahead. I can't hear you. Okay. That would be your speakers. Um, um yeah, you're going to have to make sure that, uh, your audio is routed properly so that your um it also might be because you had the stream going in the background that might have caused a conflict hang on uh, i'm going to i'm going to chat so larry make sure your speaker is selected correctly okay all right so um let me see we can hear you Go ahead with your question and listen to the answer on the stream. There we go. That's that's how you get around this miracle of uh, live television. Well, first of
4: all, I I want to uh, tell uh, Pastor Craig uh, congratulations and uh, and I'm very happy seeing uh, someone uh, one of God's soldiers uh, working to uh, wake up America. Um, and you know, the idea of faith over fear, um, I have this, um, this person, uh, on the flag behind me, um, looking over my shoulder 24 seven. And at the bottom of that particular flag, it says faith over fear. And that's what we need to put out there for America. And, um, I, um, I agree that, um, you know, the, the cost of, uh, of going to your uh, college, um, is probably one of the most, uh, um, modest, um, that I've seen in a long time, <laughs> you know, that would be half of what one semester would be. <clears throat> so true. that's, that's really great. Um, I'm, uh, as I've told other people, you know, I'm an Anglican priest and, um, you don't see many of the traditional um, denominations really putting their foot out there. And um, in, in addition to being a priest, I'm a veteran. And so with the uh, veterans administration cutting services to our veterans, um, I'm one of those veterans losing services. So I have PTSD and um so I've started uh, a nonprofit called St. Michael's Veteran Support Center. Um, we'll be providing uh, services for our veterans uh, and their families. And um, we will be trying to step in uh, as, as the VA uh, cuts services to provide things that, um, that the veterans need. Um you know we'll we'll have the um spiritual counseling, regular counseling, you know mental health is one of the main areas that they're cutting back services and at a time when one veteran commits suicide every hour of the day and night um every year where you lose a small city and that's eight thousand seven hundred and sixty veterans and so, as I've put in the chat um you know i'm 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 looking for people to. Come on board and join the St Michaels family um, you know a dollar two three a month on a recurring basis if i had um if I had a million people giving one dollar a month, um, we'd be opening our sites um there are seventeen states thus far that have expressed interest in having a St Michael's veteran support center um and one of the things that we'll be uh, working on is um, helping veterans uh, with their educational needs, and I could see uh, um, uh, a college like yours be something that we would uh, be very interested in, in uh, networking with um, to direct veterans, um, and especially when when I see that you also have online uh, uh, courses as well, you know that would make it a whole lot easier. Um, you know, there's there's other classes of veterans that, um, are not receiving services, you know, one is the homeless and, uh, to see homeless veterans, it's, it's a crying shame. Um, we see uh, veterans that end up in prison, you know, all, all basically in every state. And unfortunately, um, well, fortunately, I've been, um, working with a few, uh, veterans that have been and are in, Uh, incarcerated and um one of the caseworkers told me that over 90 percent of the inmates that are veterans are there because they have mental health needs Mm -hmm. so you know that's rather unacceptable and so i intend to provide services for them as well and um you know right now um even when a veteran is is paroled to a halfway house, um, that halfway house gets a, a, a surge of uh, income from that. And they start out um, working right away to try to get them put back into prison um, because they've made their money. They want an, another empty bed so they can get another surge of income from the government. And that's what's happening to our veterans. They're being used as, as pawns. Or people that are um, rather greedy.
1: That's true. All right, uh, Father Larry, I'm going to chat. Uh, we're going to take okay, I'm watching the chat. you offline so Craig can comment. Thank you for your call. All right, so uh, thank you very much, Father Larry. We're gonna hang up so you that uh, you can hear him. That I could call. Yes, and thank I'm you. Um glad to be here. Thank you, thank you. Have a great night. God bless you. We'll see you. We'll see you. All right. So, yes. Uh, any comments on uh, Father Larry, his efforts, uh, Saint Michael's?
2: Yeah. But no, I think it's a great thing Father Larry's doing. And, and I do believe that's one thing President Trump wants to make sure that veterans are taken care of. Um, oh, yes. You know, I, I haven't talked with him personally, but, but I've, I've heard him, you know, comment on many, many, many different times. Um, You know, he also commented on the cost of our Bible school. Yeah, we do keep our costs low. And um, one, one reason we're able to do that is because we have partners that, that partner on a monthly basis. And like he was saying, you know the average gift is $10 a month. I mean, you know, we do have a lot of people who give small gifts. I mean, we don't have, we don't have the, you know, the million dollar givers, um, like, like some institutions have. We have a lot of people um, that give small gifts. And, and you know, we also um, preach about giving back. I mean, you know, so people who graduate from our college, you know, you know, to give back, help somebody else um, go. In, in fact, um, tuition is only about one third of what it really costs for them to go. We also are a mil- one of the, top 10 military friendly schools in the nation. And, and so, um, you know, we have, um, great veterans benefits uh, uh, there, but I do believe, I think it's crying shame. You know, my dad is a veteran and, and, and to see these veterans and, and what's going on and the fact that the fact that they, you know, are losing funding and all the, I mean, I don't know if you've been to some veterans hospitals, but I've done some, you know, it, it's just really, it's, it's just really absurd that, that these people who fought for our country, you know are treated like 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 that i know i was at one hospital and um this guy's dying of ca- cancer i mean you know they, they can only do so much i mean he's days and he's in he's in the middle of the hall um just in pain and you know so we're like why is he in the middle of the hall i said well because he had to go out for tests and so when he went out for tests they put somebody else in in his room and then when somebody goes out for tests they're gonna put him in, in back in in another room and it's just it's just crazy that that these that you know they're having to go through things it is interesting um on veterans day i i got a happy veterans day thing i'm not a veteran because i buy so many so much clothing in fact i actually changed churches for, for our interview I, I had a united we stand um shirt on uh, most of my I, I buy a lot of a lot of clothing from c- veteran companies and so so it, it was pretty cool i got this happy veterans day to all the veterans a- out there and of the things says, if you're not a veteran Thank you for for supporting us and supporting the supporting United States of America. And if, I'm probably the one of the most patriotic um, people that that I know. Um, getting ready to uh, I'm, I'm preaching this weekend. It happened to be July Fourth weekend, so I'm preaching on Declaration like of Independence. So um, you know, you know, and, and Perfect. I mean, that's just I mean, you know, that it, it's especially we we every time we 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 usually have some kind of patriotic celebration. I mean, you know, we're, we're uh, and funny um, we, we had this not funny we we had this huge flag behind us everyone's like man i want that flag but we actually borrowed it from some <laughs> we, we don't own it so we couldn't can't <laughs> give it away um um you know so we had to borrow it from somebody. i mean it, it was it was huge it filled up our whole stage and um you know we're, we're just we love the veterans we, we love america you know there's a lot there's a lot of problems with america but i've traveled around this nation uh, america, sorry, around the world and you know you see the the people real live in a real poverty, you know, know, people in inner cities think they're living in poverty. Now, now, now homeless has become a a huge problem, um, you know, here in in America. And and it's sad to, you know, especially out in California. Um, I mean, right. I mean, I I happened was about a year and a half ago. um, I I spent a night in in a five star hotel, um, two blocks from Hollywood Boulevard. And in order to get to Hollywood Boulevard, you had to go to two homeless camps and, and everything smelled like marijuana. It, it was, it was just, you know, and, and, you know, and the, the amount of money you're paying for that hotel. I mean, parking loans, like $50. It's just, oh yeah. It's just a park in the stupid parking lot. And you go around the corner and there's a homeless camp right there. Was, you know, people are afraid to walk around the corner. Except for me, I'm not afraid to walk around in, anywhere. But, but I, I, think that's something else too. You know, fear in America is, is, is also a tragic thing. You know, we're talking, um, uh, Vector was talking about, about fear. You know, and it's interesting because during COVID, you know, the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Well, if God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, then it has come from Satan himself. I mean, Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, that was the whole thing. The pandemic we really had was a pandemic of fear. Um, And most people who die, they die because they're afraid. I I, I had an individual call me on the phone. Well, I know they, they didn't call. I called them because I heard they they got diagnosed with COVID. Um, This guy probably had four comorbidities. I mean, heart trouble all kinds of different things you know he was 70 something years of age you know old um all kinds of things when i called him on the phone i could tell he thought he was i mean his mind he was going to die mm-hmm. i, I first, first thing i said i said, first of all i want you to understand you're going to live and you're not going to die um and um and you know I, I i said i want you to understand that you're going to make it and then I happened to be – we actually were on a Reawaken American Tour conference. And so Dr. Bartlett was standing right next to me, walking down the hall. and said, Dr. Bartlett, I need, I need help. And so um, he called him Vanessa and I, a couple other – Ivermectin, all kinds of other things. Got him on that. Well, so at that point in time, you're supposed to quarantine for 10 days or whatever. I mean, this guy who was going to die, um, five days later, was ready to go back to work. <laughs> so I mean, That's incredible. So, um, I mean, you know, and first of all, but I think – first of all, mentally, the mental – problem once he got he, he had to mentally know i'm gonna i'm going to live and then we got the medical stuff in him and he's like man that dr bartlett he's a miracle worker i mean i mean he was you know i you know i mean ivermectin uh, but budes, budesonide um you know com is, is his website i mean it's just amazing you know you know like i said five days and he was ready now um whenever i guess i had covid i never i've never taken a covid test i've never you know, I took an uh, antibody t- a blood test and it found I had the antibodies. And so the only week I could have had COVID because my kids who I don't live with, they, they tested, they had COVID. Most people my, from our, our work um, in, in church um, had COVID. Uh, I preached three times that week. I, did, I won't go on record. Um, so um, I, I I did take Monday off. <laughs> I mean, um, I started feeling a little better on Sunday. I took Monday off Um, Tuesday. I was feeling a little better Wednesday. I, I preached and, I was fine after that. So, so, um, you know, at that time, I was 350 pounds, too. So I was 350 pounds. This is before I, I lost 100 pounds. Dr. Sherwood, SherwoodMD.com. Um, um, or D.TV, I guess. Uh, actually,
1: yep, Sherwood.TV. Yeah.
2: Sorry, Sherwood.TV, yeah. I want to make sure I want to put a plug in with the right website. Um, Sherwood.TV. Um, so, but anyway, 350 pounds. I uh, had some kidney issues and whatever. So I had comorbidities, you know, but... You know, the deal is, I, I I want to go on record, whenever COVID hit, you know, the world, at that time, we didn't know anything about it, so I just started confessing that COVID-19 cannot live in my body, mm-hmm. cannot affect me, but then I changed it, I started saying, you know what, sickness or disease cannot live in my body, according to the word of God, so, um, you know, whether COVID-19 or any other sickness or disease, you know, it can't live in my body, and, and um, you know... The only I, I was a little tired one day. That's about it. That's pretty much that was that was my COVID problem.
1: So, yeah, I, I I never took a COVID test either, but I did get deathly ill for like 10 days and I still don't have my full uh, taste and, and sense of smell back, which is kind of a bummer. And really? that's, yeah, it's it. But other than that, I, I'm healthy and I'm in uh, good spirits. So we do have another caller on the line. And guys, okay. you know, it? it's a it's a personal friend of mine. Enoch. So good to see you, buddy. Hey, how's it going tonight, Red Pill? Awesome, man. Glad to have you back here. So have you been listening? Do you have any uh, specific questions for Pastor Craig?
0: Um, Forgive me. Uh, I just saw your open link uh tweeted uh oh. over on telegram and clicked on it <laughs> right. uh, i don't know if you did that on purpose or not i i did do it on
1: purpose i just wanted because i always share the show and then after i share the show sometimes i throw the 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 zoom in there so that people can call in if they want to but it's no problem i appreciate you being here regardless dude um so listen do you have a, a another event coming
0: up this summer uh yeah actually july 21st through 23rd up here in Nuevo County. Right on. Um, Megapalooza National Patriot Campout. Um, just three days of Patriots camping together. Like, that's it. Very
1: cool, man. Awesome. Uh, so uh, last year, how, how was the turnout last year? You guys had a good time?
0: dude. It's the best. This is my third year doing these um, meetups at like campgrounds across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done it in Florida. We've done it in Kentucky. We've done it in Michigan. Um, I'm going to do a second one this year. Uh, to be determined. Um, the community is great. They've helped fundraise uh, and allow the news blast. They donate to the news blast and it allows me to organize these events across the country. And just um, uh, Craig here with I was listening to him speak a little bit after I came into the um call, and he was talking about how you know you guys were talking about COVID and because of the lockdowns, this is really what started me doing this. Is um, Patriots needed a place to go to be together um having us separated is i think that was a, a a big thing um um big i mean like we could talk all about covid all day but getting patriots separated from each other is another big um thing that you know the big government
1: <laughs> yeah uh,
0: well government divide conquer
1: divide yes. and conquer you know yes. we're easier to overcome if we're separated if we don't have community if we don't feel like we can rely on each other
0: so was, I just really took it upon myself to try to be the voice in the community to uh, try to get us all to come to come together and spend time time with each other. Not all of us, you know, being Trump supporters, uh, a lot. Not all of us really can have that patriot on patriot contact um, that we 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 thrive in that type of contact. Yeah. Um, and it was actually great because uh, just one little story during the lockdown. Um the uh, in my small town up here in Michigan, um, the church I used to go to um when I was growing up, they have a, like a little band called the Northwoods Brothers. And they got together and did a little concert in the park during the lockdown. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to this. Like it's something to go to. Um and I got there and they started their uh event with uh singing the national anthem, the complete national anthem not just the first verse and i was immediately knew like this is this is awesome and like i hadn't talked to them in years and after they got done with their uh singing and praise they asked if anybody wanted to come up on stage you know and pray um so i went i i don't usually do this but i was i'm gonna go up there and talk to them and tell them what i've been doing um as enoch you know like they knew me from my personal life years ago And um, it was such a blessing to like have the support from the church I grew up with um, and like to be able to tell them. And we sat there and prayed and like literally ever since then, like the Lord has been guiding me to do everything I've been doing in the community anyway. So, um, yeah, I I want to share that. Uh, I
1: I think what you're doing is great, man. And uh, you know, it's uh, basically, you know, what you guys have done with the reawaken America tour. I think that as many patriot events that we can have uh as much as we can muster you know i mean there's so much space there are so many patriots all across this nation and by coming together and having all of these various events it really is great for the soul it's great for your constitution and for making people and well helping people to realize that you're not alone because that was a huge problem during the the pandemic
2: yeah now also, also clay you know he some people said well clay do you like that all these competing events he goes these are not competing events he says I'm glad that I've kind of shown the way you know so other people can have events like like that you know you know and sometimes it's even better when it's a little smaller you know time where you can get together and you can talk like i, I was actually well in Washington state at a, a men's um it was a retreat actually it was a church retreat it's interesting part about it is um first time this ever happened to me in, 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 in my life I was, as a church, church, it was like a, it was called man camp. So it was like a youth camp, but it was a bunch of men. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously we're in Washington state. Um, you know, we're in Spokane areas. So, so, I mean, they're a little more free there. Um, but I mean, all these, you know, things. So, so normally whenever we're, we have these round tables stuff, you know, um, you know, everyone's always asked me spiritual questions. Not one spiritual question. You know, during during our dinners and stuff, everybody asked me political stuff. Everyone asked me about President Trump, <laughs> um, General Flynn, uh, um, Mike Lindell, I'm, all, all my buddies. I mean, you know, they're you know, it, and these guys. It was one of was a member of. You know, he was um the Washington State uh, Highway Patrol, thirty eight years, gonna lose his job because he wouldn't take the vaccine. And oh, man. you know, all, you know, all, all these kind of things that you know were able to to talk to these patriots. You know, and that's the thing. You know, you know it's it's so awesome to be able to, to to talk to these people one-on-one and i think you know i think the reawaken america america tour has helped other people to spawn off other events um you know right now that um we are helping um the kingdom to the capital i believe events with turning point um, um we're going to every capital city um in, in america uh, we haven't been able, hasn't been able to make it to all the things but but michael seiler might my, my you know, he, he's, he's, he's my booking guy. He's also our head recruiter. Um, he goes and, you know, we just try to, to, you know, talk to people about the Bible college. Um, Sean Foyt's there. Um, um, and it's just a wonderful things. You've seen these young people that are on fire for God and on fire for this country. Um, you know, and that, that's, that's how we, we change the world to the young people. That's what they've been trying to do. They've been trying to indoctrinate young people with with this woke ideology. So now it's time for us to indoctrinate them with, you know, with constitutionalism and, and things like that, you know, and, you know, a lot of people are are just finding out like, like one of my best friends, she was like saying, Craig, do you know, I mean, you know, did did you know that they're, they've taken all this history out of school? So I'm like, yeah, I I understand. She goes, well, I went to private school, so I, I didn't really know. I said, I went to public school you know, but I graduated 36 years ago, you know, back then we, we talked to history, you know, but yep. man, you know, you know, nowadays, I mean, you know, if, if the history doesn't fit their narrative, they take it out. And it's just, you know, even in a state like Oklahoma, I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff and that's um, our superintendent right now. Um, we just hired him and he's, he's now trying to redo a lot of things you know, that's been happening man, that they are on the war to get this man out. I mean, they are, they don't like it, you know, and that's that's just what the devil's like. I mean, they just don't like all the, all this stuff. But, but we are taking back, you know, America one city at a time, you know, one state at a time. And, you know, I, I, I do believe, I, I mean, I think we need to get, I mean, hopefully we can get back to a point where, where we can actually have discussions with each other. whether You know, even though ideologies not, might not agree. I mean, that that's one thing. I will say President Trump, when he got elected, you know, he's the guy who wrote the argument of a deal. He actually thought, you know what, well, I can sit down. We can have a, a discussion, you know. We're we're gonna and we're gonna we'll come on. We'll come in the middle. We'll, we'll, you know, he really thought that was gonna happen. You know, that's what hap- used to happen in Washington D.C. No more. It's like you. It's either my way or the highway. And you know, you know, we should be able to talk. I mean, that's the thing. You know, and that's what they, they want to divide us. And that that's 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 what we're we're di- divided country over all kinds of things. And um, and it's crazy. How the voice, even though I I believe that the conservative Christians, you know, we are the largest voting block in the nation, but the LGBTQ community, which is like 10 percent of the nation, they have a lot of voice, you know, than than us. And that's that's sad because maybe it's because they use their voice. and It's also because mainstream media, um, you know, echoes it as well.
1: There's there's that. And then they have a tremendous uh, uh, financial lobby behind them. You know, I mean, they would like for people to believe that the community is larger than it actually is, because, you know, they're. Trying to brainwash us. The brainwashing is real. And like you said, they've got to start with the kids so that they can uh, essentially set the agenda for the next generation and for every generation that comes after it. Well, listen, Enoch, uh, we've got a couple other people on the line, but uh, tell everybody how they can find information about your next Magapalooza.
0: Well, if anybody wants to come uh, camping, just camping with a bunch of Patriots. Um, it's the weekend of July 21st through 23rd up here in Newego County, Michigan, and you can email megapalooza23 at proton.me um, for information. And just one thing before I go, I sure just want to mention the the Great Awakening in historical context is always referred to as a revival, um, and I like whether we're coming together. Um, what we're reviving the nation and we're going to continue to do this do this um you know in god we trust amen
1: awesome dude it was so good to see you. i really appreciate you dropping in yep
0: yeah, you guys have a great day nice to meet you craig all right god
2: bless
1: you god bless brother we'll see you all right um real quick i i I meant to thank uh, tennessee jed 78 early in the show Uh, They dropped a a $50 Rumble rant. Thank you so much for your generous support. Uh, It says, uh, thank you, RP78, for all you do. Your hard work is waking them up. I woke up both my parents by sharing your shows with them. Sadly, they got jabbed and begged me to, but I woke up a long time ago. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that your parents uh, uh, were at least willing to listen to the show, even if they did go out and get jabbed, and I hope that uh, they are okay at this point. I'm glad that uh, you're out there listening to us as well. And then um, also, Andrew. Over on Ko Fi. You can donate on Ko Fi. It's kind of like buy me a coffee, but there's no app, so you got to go to the website. It's co-fi.com uh, forward slash redpill78. He sent me an email about that debunking of the short video that John and I watched on Baseless Conspiracies, episode 38. If you guys happen to see it, someone in the chat had sent John and I a video of what uh, was alleged to be one of the planes on 9-11 uh, glitching out, and uh, the wing did not show up properly in front of the building. But it turns out that video was actually computer generated, and it wasn't actually what was broadcast on that day. And then, of course, uh, other people who were in New York on 9-11 reached out and said that uh, you know they saw exactly what they saw. So uh, we're going to bring in our final caller of the evening, and while we're waiting for that to connect. Let me thank Doug, or excuse me, D. Uh, who said, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Foxhole Meetup on August 5th, DM DPATriot 1776 if you're interested. Thank you to Doug Simey for dropping that cookie. Thank you to uh, Matt1776 as well, one of the creators of Pill.net. We'll talk about his message in just a moment because we've got Colin on the line. Colin, good to see you, and you got the dog on your shoulders.
5: <laughs> yeah, i got a few of them here. Here's another one. <laughs>
1: oh, Here's right. another one. How many do you guys Here's have? Here's another one.
5: Huh? <laughs> How many do you have altogether? I have six chihuahuas and one chihuahua Bassett and beagle. Oh wow! Okay, you know what? Yeah.
1: I got I got a, a a a DNA test for Muffin, and uh, she is she's she's surprisingly like fifty percent chihuahua. Uh, she is uh, part beagle, and then she's got uh, like a, I think she's like twenty five percent beagle, twenty five percent Jack Russell. But I couldn't believe it when it came back and said she was chihuahua. Anyways, wow.
5: Yeah. Well, yeah. they're taking over the world, aren't they? Coming Man. up from Mexico, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like it. Awesome. So, well, it's always a pleasure to have you here, uh, Colin. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to listen, but uh, you, I think that uh, if I had to guess, Colin has something that he would like to tell you about, Craig. Go ahead.
5: Yeah. All right. How are you doing, Greg? Nice to meet you. Uh I'm few, good. Nice to meet you. Good. A few things. Uh, number one, and please pray about this, obviously one of the biggest things that i've i've tried to contact other quote unquote colleges constitutional colleges and so on and even biblical colleges and but they they don't seem to be open to correction that's uh kind of is a telltale sign isn't it um but please pray about this because i've been doing the uh it's actually the the the, the actual term is the unanimous declaration of the 13 lowercase united uppercase s states of a america and the reason is because the states which are specific of america a particular portion of it so the a is capitalized are united in its normal meaning so it's not uppercase uh first letter are united together under these concepts and principles. Now, all the years that I've been doing this and studying, and I have every reason to believe that God's the one who wrote, and from what I understand, it was one of those inspirational writings. So it, it came out and flowed on paper. They tried to change it, but enough came through. And such terms as you know, a lot of people say, and 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 <laughs> Zach knows that the way I usually talk is I ask questions.
4: Mm-hmm. And
5: there's a reason for that because you want to reprogram people when you ask questions, you're uh, you know you're 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 getting into more part of the brain. So the question is, is it inalienable or unalienable rights?
2: Well, I've always I've always heard it's inalienable rights, but but I don't, you know, I don't know the right. I don't know what's correct.
5: It's unalienable. The reason why that's important is you cannot alienate it. It cannot be negotiated. It cannot be waived. It cannot be transferred. It can't be bargained with. It cannot be plea bargained. You follow me? I
3: do.
2: The
5: whole criminal element of our judicial system is out the window once you understand that it's unalienable. And that the, co- that the United States, not the United States of America, but the United States Corporation was created yeah. in order to take on the debt so that the people would not have a debt. So that's, again, more nonsense that, oh, your grandchildren. No, actually, who's the creditor of the United States?
2: Who's the creditor? Yeah, who's
5: the creditor of the United States?
2: Um, By
5: good faith and credit of the people. Have, yeah. you ever had, have you ever had a mortgage?
2: Yeah, I have a mortgage. All <laughs> right.
5: Do you, do you recall? this? This is something that seems to be getting cut out of a lot of my training stuff, so we'll try to get it through one more time. Do you recall closing day? That's the day you signed all the papers, yes?
2: Yep, yep.
5: Right. Do you recall receiving anything of substance or value in your hand, your bank account, or somebody else on your behalf before you signed and delivered the instruments?
2: Before I signed? No, not until after.
5: Then you didn't get a loan, did you?
2: I didn't get a loan?
5: That's correct. You look up the definition of loan, lender, borrower, and borrow. It means, in fact, I'm going to give you the words that if you go, never met you before, look at your note or the note, well, actually, yeah, it is your note. Look at the your yeah. note and it'll say, In return for a loan I have received, comma, I promise to pay. That's a conditional precedent, isn't it? Yea, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, right? So it's conditional upon you opening your door or your heart. You see what I'm getting at? Now I get it. did God give us rights at birth? Well,
2: I I guess so. we we, we, we...
5: <laughs>
2: I mean to, way, to, he, he gave us rights before before we were born, but you know. No. We, <laughs> okay.
5: We you this choose to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And when? Endowed. We are endowed. That means upon conception, correct?
2: I, I guess so, yeah.
5: yeah. It means upon conception. Now, one time I was talking about it, and for 20 years I've been talking about you're endowed upon the moment of conception, meaning thinking the physical conception, which is fine because that means that, you know, once once that's happened upon conception, then you obviously have those unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and pursuit. of. So clearly you have the right to life, the moment of conception. But then Thank God you. showed something to me, uh, I don't know, about a year or two ago, and he said, Colin, when did I conceive of you? Before the foundation of the earth, of the
2: mm-hmm. earth yeah.
5: So we were endowed with these unalienable rights: the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Before your mother, your father, your your great great grandparent even existed. So it's kind of hard for that's that which we created. And this is what I asked people: I said, "Who, who created the the uh, the, the the state or the government? Well, we, the people, did." Can you license, regulate, tax, or impose upon your creator? Good luck, right? So the same thing is true. How can that which we created, it can't? Here's another one. I can't impose upon you, and you can't impose upon me. So we as the principal and the creator, if we are without that power, it's impossible to grant it to our agents, isn't it? Yeah. And this is how simple this can be once we get it. And I'm kind of sharing that with you because if you would – Please begin the conversation, at least, that God gave me the solution, what I believe is a solution, over seven years ago. Now, we know all this COVID stuff never would have happened and so on and so forth. And it's a very simple thing. It's called mandatory competency testing. Article 6 of the Constitution requires the senators, representatives, and all members of the several legislatures, state legislatures, all executive and judicial officers, both of the United States and of the several states, shall be bound by oath or affirmation to support this Constitution. You can't support something if you don't know what it says. So this is a qualification for the office or what I call competency. It's the only one of the very few things that we have in the Constitution as a supreme law of the land that is not in positive law. By putting it into positive law and requiring them to be tested before they can get into office and every six months thereafter it would eliminate all of the corruption, wouldn't it?
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: because people say the Constitution doesn't even matter anymore.
5: Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If you work for McDonald's, okay, um, how smart would it be for you to sit there and try to eliminate McDonald's corporate charter? You'd be out <laughs> of a job. Yeah. So once again, they are contracted right now. We're doing some really clever stuff. We're doing a thing. It's called a, um, a, a core warnto, Q-U-O-W-A-R-N-T-O, two words. And the beauty about there's two sides to that coin. One is by what authority, that's what core warnto means. By what authority are you engaged in this activity? If you can't show, I me, and of course, then you go to Article 10. The power is not delegated to the United States. OK, so if it's not in writing, they don't have it. And if we don't have it, there's no way they can have it. OK, so that's number one. By what authority are you doing what you're doing? But there's a flip side to it that you may know about that. There's a, a case going on now where a prosecutor is being court warranted for failure to do his duty. By what authority are you failing to do that which you are contracted to do? Remember, every single one of them is under a contract. Not a good idea to shoot your employer.
4: <laughs> <No>.
5: <laughs> You're going to be out of a job pretty quick. So that whole concept is nonsense. But even if you got rid of the, con- and this is the beauty, even if you got rid of the Constitution, you got rid of everything else, you'd still have what? unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. And it's and once once we get realize that it's a perpetual, irrevocable, express trust, it cannot be breached, it cannot be altered. You, know, you see what I'm getting at. So if you would Thank if you would share that, I would really, really appreciate it because the sooner we get um you know mandatory competency testing passed, even in, in in the local legislatures, the more it gets put out there, all you need is a bunch of people to go down to the local legislature and get it passed and then have the testing. And the testing will take care of all of it because there's three phases, knowledge, understanding, and accurate use. So anyway, I appreciate you, um, all right. you so much. I'm a vet. Thank you for standing up for us. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think that's about all I wanted to cover. with you. All right. Well, <laughs> all right man. God
2: thank
5: bless you, you Colin. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank um, let me, yeah, yeah, let me say this. Um,
2: we love dogs. My, my wife actually has a dog rescue. so So, you know, we have tons of dogs at our house. Um if you want to check it out. I mean, so we have a chiweeney. Um that actually I think my 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 son's gonna actually adopt it. Um so cool. I think this chihuahua ours is a, is a chihuahua mix, they call it called a chiwe, I guess. Um, and, and, <laughs> yeah. So so we have like fifty-eight dogs in our rescue. So um Um, you know, if anyone wants to wants to adopt a dog or wants to drop us five dollars a month, man, that would appreciate it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right on. All right. God bless you, brother. Your dogs are so cute, Colin. We'll we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We'll see you. All right. Uh, Final thank yous of the evening. Uh, Matt1776, reminding everybody, you now have the iPhone app for Pilled.net that can send you uh, uh, push notifications. So every time somebody goes live on Pilled, every time somebody drops a gold pill, every time somebody drops a red pill, uh, all of the things, they will send you notifications. So if you have the iPhone app, Uh, Set up push notifications, take a screenshot, DM a picture of it to Matt, uh, and uh, whether it's on iPhone or Android, he will send you 100 gold pills. And then Alicia B11 says, great guest, great show. Hi, Foxhole fam. Uh, Been listening and cooking. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie as well. And then thank you to uh, everybody who has supported the show in all of the various uh, methods and means. Uh, Craig, uh, I'd like to get your final thoughts. Uh, What would you most like for people to take away from the show tonight?
2: The main thing I want people to take is is get involved. I mean, go do something. Like I said, I actually was wondering, well, what can I do? Um, What you can do, you can go get involved. Um, my, My grandfather actually taught me there's two things we need to do. We should pray for this country and we should vote. And in fact he even says if you don't vote, you can't gripe. You know, now a lot of people will say, Well, your votes don't count. I'm not even gonna go there right now. Um, you know, so we we need to in order to vote you have to register. So so I, I wanna I wanna encourage everyone, if you're not registered, uh, I, not only should you register, we really need to get young people involved and that's that's what I'm trying to do with the college. I'm, I mean, I, I, I hound them. I have them first term, um, first you know, so first semester, every day, and I hound these young people, you know, that we we need to get involved politically. And and I I believe that we need to get some really good Christian men and women um, to run for office, both city, state, local, even federal office. And and that's what I endeavored to do. Um, I'm not going to run for office. So people always ask me, Craig, what what are you running? I'm never going to run. I'm going to help other people run because I believe we have taken God out of our government. and Look what we're left with. It's been crazy. But um, I, I'm really optimistic. 2024. Um, check out Pastors for Trump. I don't care if you're a pastor or not. If you're a Christian and you support President Trump, pastors4trump.com. Um, check us out. We have prayer calls um, going on. Um, we, we've been doing these Twitter spaces, too. It's this, this a pop-up Twitter space. Um, um, did one with Roger Stone. Did one with General Flynn. Um, what is, what, we're going to have one of the Trumps on pretty quickly. Um, um, I'm not sure which one, probably Laura or Eric, because they're the ones we're closest to. Um, right. But anyway, thank you for having me. And I'm looking forward to be, being on again some point in time.
1: Absolutely. It was my pleasure to have you. A great conversation. Really appreciate it. Thank you for all that you're doing. Uh, everybody at home, thanks for hanging out with us. If you wouldn't mind, make sure you hit that like on your way out, share the show, and I'll be back tomorrow night at 9 p.m. with my special guest. Let me just get it pulled up. Oh, yeah, it's Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson, the uh, 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 the UK, uh, uh, gosh, you know, he's done so much. But anyways, he, he made a documentary recently about some of the terrible things that are happening uh, to people in the UK. So, be here tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.